I wanted to come here this morning and say to you all, blessings galore. Thank you. Now we're off and running. We come to a text today that is so sacred, so important, so vital, that it's scary. We're talking about eternal destiny. Eternal blessing or eternal agony. And the text is that which we've read together, John 3, 1 through 7. I'll run through it again, sort of paraphrasing. A man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews, came to Jesus at night and said, Rabbi, we know you are a teacher who has come from God, for no one can do these miracles unless God is with him. Jesus said, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born again, He cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said, how can it be? How is it possible? Can a man, when he's old, enter his mother's womb and be born Most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. That which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Do not be amazed that I said to you, you must be born again. We will approach this scripture by giving a definition of the new birth 
and by talking about the necessity of the new birth. Let's bow for prayer. Dear Holy Spirit, minister your word to us by your wisdom and by your power through the blood of the cross. Amen. Now in the bulletin you'll see that the title of the message is your BA degree. And when I was talking to my daughter Debbie about this, she says, that does that mean the Bill Acton degree? <laughs> and I said, no, you will have to read the text and the BA degree will become very evident. Your BA degree this morning is born again. Let's now consider what is it? What is this new birth? What is it to be born again? And we find in this text that the new birth being born again is spiritual. It is of the Spirit of God. It is by the Spirit of God upon a sinful, rebellious person who is of the flesh and taking that person out of the flesh to become spiritual. It is a spiritual birth. The natural man cannot receive the things of the Spirit of God. They are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. To be in heaven, one must be born spiritually. We were born of the flesh by human parents. Natural man. In order to be in heaven, we have to become a spiritual person. That requires a spiritual birth. A new birth, being born again by the power of the Holy Spirit. 
resurrecting us from spiritual death and giving us spiritual life. We come alive to God. We know him. We love Christ. We love the Bible. We love God's people. We're different. Unless one is born of the Spirit, cannot enter heaven. That is the Lord's answer to Nicodemus about what Nicodemus needs. Now, it's interesting that Mr. Nicodemus comes to the Lord with a statement about him being a teacher, and it's as if the Lord did not even acknowledge Nicodemus' statement. But he gets to the real issue. And you'll notice this about him if you travel with him through the Gospels. He always brings people to reality. Nicodemus made a statement, but it wasn't the issue. Jesus perceived that Nicodemus had a deeper problem. And the problem was eternal life. Judaism was not enough. It did not satisfy. It brought no assurance. Nicodemus, you need to be born again. Born of the Spirit. And now let's think about the necessity of the new birth. When we think about this, think about the strong words that Christ uses. He said, unless, no exceptions, no alternatives unless you are born again. You won't be in heaven. And then he uses the word can not unless You are born again. You can not enter heaven. No exception. And then he uses the word must. Nicodemus, you must be born. Again. Now the word must is familiar to us. 
We start out in life with must. You must eat your Brussels sprouts. You must do this. You must do that. And it continues on through teenage life. And it levels off in young adult age. And then you get married and it starts all over. <laughs> we, we know must. The Lord said directly, you must be born again. This is vital. This is necessary. This is eternal bliss or eternal agony. If you are not born again, you and I will never enter heaven. It's a spiritual birth. It's of absolute necessity. Absolute. No exception. And it is of a personal necessity. Nicodemus, you cannot. And to all of us here, you cannot. I cannot enter heaven without the new birth. It is impossible. So it's a personal necessity which includes every human being, every human ruler, Every human must be born again to go to heaven. And then it is an unchanging necessity. There's no other plan. God set this plan by his decree before he created the world. And he has his plan in motion and it isn't going to change. It is an unchanging necessity. Don't count on something else. Don't think that because your uncle was a missionary, you're okay. Or your aunt sang in the choir. It is an unchanging necessity. 
What a moment to be faced with this godly spiritual truth. I said it's scary, and it is. And I'd like to make it scary. If I could this morning, I'd like to scare the hell out of you. And I said that reverently. (laughs) You must be born again by the Holy Spirit and only by the Holy Spirit. So we've talked about the definition, what it is, the necessity. Now let's consider the results. What takes place in our life when the Holy Spirit gives us the new birth? Well, there's one essential truth And that is that we believe in Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. That's what happens. That's the result. We are resurrected from spiritual death. We are given faith. And in that faith, we believe in him. I said a result of the new birth is that we believe. Oh, that's not good. (laughs) We believe in Jesus Christ. His death and resurrection for the forgiveness of sin in eternal life. Isn't it great? We are different. When we are born again, we are different. We are not the same. We are not like the unbelievers. We are new people, new faith, new purpose, new power, new direction, new joy. When he was here, the Lord Jesus said, I will build my church. And those who are born again are in his church. And his church on earth 
is to be a witness for him by being different. We have no witness when we are like the world. We have no witness when we live like unbelievers. We are changed. We're different people. To witness for him in his church. A part of the weakness of the church across our country is that the world has come into the church and the church has accepted the worldly standards and life. We never have an impact unless we're different. We never have an impact when we become like them. In your family, live as a born-again father. Live as a born-again mother. Live as a born-again young person. Live in your church and neighborhood as a born-again person. You're called to be different. And the only way we can be different is that the Holy Spirit gives us a new birth, makes us a new person, empowers us to live for him. One of the results of the new birth is that we believe in Christ. Another result of the new birth is that the Holy Spirit, who gives us the new birth, continues to reside in us. That's our hope. That's our Christian life. That's how we live. By depending on the wisdom and power of the Holy Spirit of the living God. And sometimes it feels like we live as atheists. As if he isn't here. If we have to do everything on our own. We are called to live in dependence upon the Lord God Almighty, the sovereign Holy Spirit of God who resides in us to comfort us, 
to strengthen us, to empower us. You must be born again. To go to heaven and to live a new life. I spent some years in the world system. I know what it's like. The Holy Spirit gave me a new birth. I am different. I am changed. And I think there's not a day go by but that I thank him for this new life. I think of the hundreds of people I would have never met and never known if I had continued in the world. I think of the many people in our church whom I have grown to love and who love me and we live a life of joyous fellowship together. A new life. Oh, it's abundant life. And sometimes we say to each other, get a life. (laughs) Well, we have a life. It's a new life, born again by the Holy Spirit of God. Are you born again? Do you just hang around church and go to a Bible study once in a while? Or are you really with it? If you've never been born again, you could be. Because if this message gets through to you and you have a desire for the Holy Spirit to give you the new life, then you come to him in prayer. And the Lord Jesus said, He who comes to me, I will never turn away. On the basis of the authority of the word of God. He empowers you to come to him. And ask him to give you. This new spiritual birth. Be born again. Be forgiven of sin. Have faith in Jesus Christ. And be assured of heaven. The consequences are almost too severe to think about. 
the opposite of heaven is hell. Spelled H-E-L-L. It's still spelled that way. And no matter how afraid we are to say it, it's still real. One time there was a children's program and five children were going to come out and introduce the program and each one had a card with a letter spelling hello. The little boy with the O got on the wrong end and... Don't live on the wrong end. (laughs) Well, dear friends, I've said enough. I can't change you. But we're all going to be prayerful as the service closes to pray that not one person could leave this service and walk out of here without the new birth. Let's pray with our heart. Bow our hearts. Sovereign Lord God Almighty, take the words of the Lord Jesus Christ spoken almost 2,000 years ago and bring them home to us this morning. And minister to each of us here And for those who are born again, bring a refreshing, renewing, thankful spirit for the new birth. And for those who have the need, draw them to yourself. This we pray in the name of above all names in the name of the sovereign Savior the name of Christ the name of Jesus and praying in that name is a fervent effectual prayer that we believe you will hear and answer. Amen.